All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Heather Remchuk. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. Start the show with an announcement. There we go. Something we've never said on this show before. Not me. Lance Kane is my best friend. <laughs> Let's get into that with the lead. Uh, welcome into <laughs> Oilers Nation every day. Uh, why did I start the show like that? Well, it goes back to you never know what's going to happen at one of our Greta watch parties. Lance Kane won one of our free play for kids raffle prizes. It was a brand new warrior covert stick, mm-hmm. left-handed, limited, limited. Alert. And I looked at that and was like, well, a couple of games ago at beer league, my stick shattered in my hands during warm-up. I could use a new twig. So I went up to Lance Kane. I said, Lance, how much you want for that bad boy? And he said, well, I'll just give it to you. And I said, no, <laughs> we need to negotiate. The whole point of this is to negotiate. Yeah. Um, so he's now got himself a nation snapback whenever I see him next. He got a beer and he got the lead on Monday, which is if you know how much we're charging advertisers, Lance, you uh, you got yourself a smoking deal on that bad boy. Uh, we had a great time. Met Lance's wife, met a ton of other uh, nation citizens as well. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool evening all around. Was it cool? I mean, shouldn't say all around. <laughs> shouldn't have said all around. We're going to unpack that and more. Welcome into a fresh week of Oilers Nation every day. As always, we are live from the Sports Closet Studio. Check them out online at sportscloset.ca. Speaking of the games this weekend, um, you recognize this name, Dave Liam? He's in the chat every once in a while. Yep. The Was game. The game I went to on Friday. I just happened to be sitting right next to him. Oh, really? What are the odds of that? When you're away further back than me at the game. Yeah. 
Well, I was just keeping an eye on you, making sure you're safe. Uh, it is a Sherwood Ford Giant game day edition of the show. So shout out to our friends at Sherwood Ford the Giant. We'll be heading out there right away to do another live show. Maybe another one powered by one of those F-150 Lightnings as well. Hey, even when the weather's this bad, you can count on a vehicle from Sherwood Ford the Giant to start right up and get you to where you need to go safely. The nation truck got me here remarkably safely. Yeah. I was worried about the hill of death by our work. On bo- both sides. Yeah. Well, getting uh, home, I, I'm confident actually in my ability to get home. So yeah, they've uh, uh, shout out city of Edmonton as well for yep. keeping those hills clear too. everybody in uh, everyone in the trucks and the plows. You're grinding. You're absolutely grinding and uh, you're earning your pay. Mm-hmm. The Edmonton Oilers. Eh, probably can't say the same. How many are Yamark on Saturday earned his paycheck? I think. Yeah. Holloway, I think was good. Yeah. In, in comparison. Um, Zach Hyman scored twice. Uh, yeah. Right? So that was good. That was nice. Yeah. <sighs> Boy, well, might be, we, know, we might be out of positives already. Yeah. I had a great lead until Tyler went under his negotiations. Well, let's save that one. Don't tell the people. Why? Because if we have to do it tomorrow, I'm not going to be happy. But then at least we have it. Let's save it. We're saving. I'm not letting you talk about it. Yeah, also, man, two Calvin one. Pickards in the chat. You guys got to sort it out. I, I think the one with his shoulders showing is the real one. So the other guy, you're gone. We only get one of each player in the chat. So figure that out. Um, but let's get into things over the weekend. The Oilers play twice. The Oilers lose twice. And both times equally frustrating um, for different reasons. I mean, that game against Minnesota was just so obviously winnable. And I mean, what did you need to go your way? It was 4-2 with an empty netter. So if we're going to include goaltending in this conversation, let's look through that game. Look at that game through the lens of a 3-2 victory. If you have your backup goalie going up against one of the better offenses, hey, look who's here. (laughs) Speaking of not showing up on time, (laughs) just go. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, just like the Oilers in both games, uh, yeah, ugly, personified ugly. right in here. <sighs> Jay, we were just about to get into, uh, our recap of, uh, of things over the weekend, six periods of hockey, pretty much all of them disappointing, uh, from an Oilers perspective. We'll start with Minnesota. I know people were, were, were jumping at Calvin I Pickard. I hate, God, Minnesota, I hate too. Minnesota. And the Oilers outshot the hell out of them towards the end of that game. They really started to control possession as well. 3-2, I think one of them, Calvin Pickard, definitely wants back. But when you go up against one of the better offenses in the NHL as of late, and you have your backup in, you should kind of be expecting you need four goals to win. Like I, I look more at that, and I get Gustafson played fine. I just didn't think they pushed him all that hard up until right at the end of the game. But I don't know, man. I, I feel like hanging that Minnesota game just on Pickard is letting the rest of the team off the hook. Oh, 100% it is. 100%. That was... Uh, when you have your backup in, like, like it's Calvin Pickard. He's our backup. Yeah. So when you have your backup in, you know you got to play in front of him. Like, those are the games you got to, like, just find that other gear. And we're, we're not... Uh, we're, we're unable to find just our normal gear right now. So we're just in a weird funk. And we weren't, we were too funky on Friday and way too funky on Saturday. You look back through this whole month and it just feels like we've watched that Minnesota game five times now since the start of the break. I've watched it opponents. all my life, man. It's the same <laughs> fucking thing every time we play the wild. Cole says you outshoot a team three to one and it's the team's fault. I mean, can we dig a little bit into that outshooting them three to one? They were terrible. The Oilers were 
And I know original Pozar and I were going back and forth on this. I thought the Oilers were bad in the first period of that hockey game. Oh, they were so bad. They were brutal. They, they brutal. can't connect passes. No. There was a shift. And this is what ultimately, when I consider both games together, drives me nuts. There was a shift. And I hate going after him because he's the best hockey player in the world. Where I think it was Fogel on the, on the left side. Dumped it in and rimmed it. Connor McDavid stood at the blue line the entire time. Didn't go chase it. Didn't even take so much as a stride towards the puck. Just stood there and Minnesota promptly picked up the dump in. Boom, boom, break out back the other way. It's just the amount of times the Oilers got the puck. If they did break it out cleanly, they would fumble F it in the neutral zone or whatever. Like it was just a disaster with the puck on their stick. They have zero ability to manage the puck right now. Yeah, it, it wasn't good. And just on McDavid again, I mean, he was minus four on Saturday, on Friday. And then the first goal against Calgary was... Not on him, but he was there to make a play on it, right? Could have made a play. That first goal Minnesota scored, if you go back and watch, McDavid had to park in the offensive zone with 25 seconds left and just chose to like weirdly dump it and then not put in an effort to go and actually get it. And it turns up the ice and not blaming him, obviously, but it's for the loss. But like it plays like that. It's like you need to execute. Like the others should have gone into that first period tied at zeros. Yeah. But instead they went down one nothing and then it just kind of spiraled from there. But I think for me, Pickard. On Saturday, I don't think it was his fault, but us Friday probably want two of those goals back. I would say, don't you think? Maybe two at least. Two, one for sure. I, I think the two, first sure. one, like yeah, went right sure. off his you glove, the second one, but yeah. I don't know. Skinner tonight. Yeah, Skinner is getting the start tonight. Um, that maybe ties us into Saturday a little bit. Where okay, you mentioned McDavid right off the jump. They were in that game. It was 4-2. And then Leon Dreisaitl takes one of the stupidest penalties I think I've ever seen a player take. Especially because he gets in those moods where he goes out there and it's like, oh, he's trying to take one right now. Because he cross-checked yeah, the guy. Cross-checked the guy, got away from it. I think he either whacked him or gave him another shot. Got away with it. And then as the guy's going up ice, then he reaches out and jabs him. And it's like, okay, you kind of got your lick in twice and the refs gave it to you you were very clearly just going to do whatever it takes to get a penalty. And they end up scoring on the power play. It's 5-2, and now the game's out of reach. You're cooked. 4-2, you could probably come back from in the third period. 5-2, that, that's, a, that's a big, big ask. So well, That's the coming back in the third we have to do too much of these days. Yeah, and, and that's fair too. But I think it's fair right now, considering what we watched over the last six periods, to for probably the first time all season, put a little bit of the blame on 29-97. and 97. I know it's weird because they have McDavid's got 89 points in 53 games and Drysaddle's got 71 and 55 and the goaltending stinks right now and the defense sucks and you're getting no support from the bottom six, but they're not immune to criticism is my point. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that first goal on Saturday against Calgary was like kind of set a weird tone, you know, like McDavid, you could see as soon as they scored, he knew it was his fault and like yep. Drysaddle takes that penalty that those two plays eliminated, then Oilers are right in that game, right? Like, and then when Minnesota got the empty netter basically right in their face, Connor McDavid whacks the boards with one hand on his stick and lets out some frustration. Yeah. Like, I get it. It's frustrating, but I'm we're also... We're in a funk. Yeah. yeah. Guys, we're in a funk. So you're not viewing this team any differently than you were a month ago? Well, we can fucking shred it apart and be like, fuck, like, if we just came out of a 16-game heater, man, so some weird shit's gonna happen. And we had a real bad start, and there is some... I know that that's recent enough, to still feel it and want to just absolutely rip this team apart. But let's see how they play tonight. Well, that's what we said on let's Saturday. Let's see how they play terrible. tonight. Well, but back-to-backs. Like but still Calgary. Uh, 
Like, but you should be up but for it, that but game. But they, they, they were still flat on Friday. They were flat on Friday, and that spilled into Saturday. I just think the worry in pot is how, like, I get the 16-game streak, the 8-game streak, both great. Don't get me wrong. And that was good. And I think that's the best we can see that team at, of course. But to just fall back so much into what they were at the start of the season, I think is quite alarming. And it's a lot of the same things, like your goaltending is kind of falling back. But we have, we still have the coach that got him out of that funk. Yeah, and I so think that funks happen. Like you guys are going right to full reset mode here. You are, Jay. They've been bad. They have been bad for now, basically a month. Vancouver went on a four game. Well, but like, look at our record. We got through. Some I know. Stuff. Yeah, Vancouver on a four game losing streak. It's and Vancouver's like the hottest team in the NHL. And, and you which said, is, so fucking weird to say. I know. You said, you know, we'll see how they play tonight. Dan Greenspan from NHL.com. He covers the LA Kings. He's going to join us in like 10 minutes on the Star Mechanical guest line. So we'll get into tonight's matchup a little bit more. But Ryan Rashog tweeting today. Generally, don't put a lot of stock into morning skates. But this was a pretty lifeless one. A lot of meandering about no, and missed passes. Won't matter if they play well, but notable, this is the morning after. Sums a up. Day off. There's obviously, then, there, then, then I'm actually worried that there's something deeper that we don't know about that's putting this weird dark cloud over the team at the moment. There is a layer of like, and this also is sick too. There is a bit of a buck going through. I guess it's something to consider. Everybody's also, sick right now. Yeah, including us. Sick and tired of this crap on the ice. <laughs> that's true, and like, it, and it, it's like. I don't want to give them a free pass for what's happening, but I'm just like, it's a funk. It's a funk. Yeah. I regret in hindsight how harsh I was on this team in the first two months. They were so bad and it was shockingly bad and it didn't feel real. And then they just like woke up and started playing better. We still need to make some moves Mm -hmm. and I'm excited to see now what we do because, you know, it's, it's nice when you go on the little kind of, you know, slide leading into the traded line kind of forces of Ken maybe to get a little more aggressive to get some, maybe more of the premier pieces, you know, maybe I'm, I'm making a narrative. Sure. But you want to take a peek at today's lines? No, I want to do that later uh, in the giant question. What we do need to get to right now. Oh boy, this is going to be a tough one, but a moment of the game for our friends at Douglas mattresses support a locally owned and operated Edmonton company that gets your mattress. And it's a high quality one. I can say that I've been sleeping on my Douglas now for almost two full months and I am loving every minute of it. Head to douglas.ca slash Oilers Nation to get yours today. And how about this? Every mattress order comes with a free comfort sleep bundle. With that, you get two memory foam pillows with pillow protectors, one luxurious cotton sheet set and one mattress protector free with any mattress order. All you need to do, head to douglas.ca slash Oilers Nation to get your hands on one. I will give this for the moment of the game. At least they showed some fight against Calgary. There was some nastiness in that one. Connor McDavid was mixing it up. Matthias Janmark dropped the mitts. Corey Perry was getting after Mackenzie Weger a little bit. They had some nastiness. And that was at least nice to see that they had some fight. Shows the care, right? At least... After the whistle, yeah, they showed they, they care. They can't, they're having a tough time playing hockey, but the one thing they can do is mix it up. The Yamak fight was kind of nuts. It was amazing. He'd be the wheels off Blake Coleman. And just uh, like, I'm, I think they each got I their shots and it was they, a good Yamak got, got, got the early lead on that. Coleman popped a couple times late uh, in the second half of that fight. But I, great. I didn't know Yamak had that in him. 
Neither did I. And then yeah. got the rewarded with a goal after. What the guy? He did. Matisse Yanmark is uh, right red now. hot right now. Yeah, <laughs> One of our hottest players. <laughs> no, we'll talk awesome. about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that when we uh, get into the new look lines. Was there anything else positive from this weekend for you guys? Like I w- I'm itching for Connor McDavid to score a goal. He doesn't have a goal in nine games now. 21 assists in that span. But Connor Hattrick is coming soon. He joked today after morning skate. He was in a, a bit of a giggly mood. And he said, maybe I'll just stop shooting the puck. He says, I'm just trying to see how many assists I can get. Um, which is stop hilarious. shooting the puck? Yeah, I mean, when did you start? 97. <laughs> a lot of McDavid hate today. Jesus. I don't know. I'm grumpy. I, you guys are broken. I just we can't be broken yet. We were right to be broken I'm not two months ago. I'm not broken. Like I still believe this team will ultimately be fine. But two of those goals over the weekend, if they were anybody else other than McDavid, we all would have roasted them. But McDavid, it was McDavid's fault on the first goal against Minnesota, and then not all of it was his fault. Uh, against could they play center Calgary? But like that last play, like he had a chance to stick left, and then a couple of shifts later he didn't, and he showed the highlight of it on the Sportsnet broadcast, like. But what you know what the good news that? is? It's McDavid, and you know and he can fix that. that. And he went you know he'll fix that. Just we're in a funk. Yeah. It's just, I don't it's know. real funky right now. There you go. Your moment of the game for our friends at Douglas Matches. Head to douglas.ca slash Oilers Nation. It's loved by more than 200,000 Canadians. Ooh. They have over 10,000 five-star <laughs> reviews. You can invo- avoid pushy salesmen with easy online ordering. Get Douglas delivered in a box to your doorstep with yeah. free shipping at douglas.ca. Look, look at Tyler teaching him how to Dougie. Yeah, that's a good tagline. <laughs> you should you should run that past him. Uh, all right. Everyone in the chat is talking about it. So let's have this conversation before we go to the star mechanical guest line. Goaltending. After watching Pickard with defense, goal, like it's it's a lot, it's a lot of things. Okay, so like I'm coming away from these last couple of games, and whatever. Maybe I'm being stubborn. Maybe I don't want to just back off my take from from a couple of weeks ago, but. I think if you improve the play in front of the goalies, these goalies can be fine. Yeah, I don't still, I still don't feel this need to go out and get Jake Allen because he's got term and I don't like that. And I mean, outside of that, there's really not another great option on the market. There's not a great rental market out there for goalies, but like I still don't have a strong urge to see this team go out and give up a second or third round pick for a rental goalie to replace Pickard. Am I, am I wrong in well, that? Do you the, guys think we have a goalie problem? The import. Well, it's, we don't not have a goalie problem, but it's, what are you doing? If you don't get a goalie, that's like, it, it, like it's Ken's only going to have so many options and so many players he can be in the marketplace for. Maybe he has to get a goalie because he can only get this piece and this piece. I hope he doesn't. I'm with you. Like if, if Pittsburgh, Called you today. Kyle Dubas rings up Ken Holland and says, third round pick for Alex Nedeljkovic. Do you do that? Isn't he like four million? Nedeljkovic is cheap. He's on a cheap oh, deal. Oh, did he deal off now? Yeah. Uh, over Pickard? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Like, I agree with uh, the the idea that if the team, team is just better in front of them, the goaltenders are fine. I just think there's so many layers to this team that still need fixing through the trade market. Like but a rock star goal in the playoffs does help. Yeah. Hey, but, but we have to look at this in a bit of a realistic lens. You're not getting Soros. You're not getting UC Soros. That that ship is that's not an option that's available to the Oilers. And I don't even think Nashville's open to trading it right now. You're not going to go get Jacob Markstrom. So no. who there's not a no, I know, high- I know. There's no rock star goalie available. Like we're kind of talking about here if Detroit want to move on from like James Reimer. 
right right so like again are we wasting if that's the only option then move on and that's where i'm at with the goaltending three pieces up front you have real hit, good ones you've hitched your wagon to Stuart skinner you are married to Stuart skinner if you want to spark call up ollie if you want to get just weird and dumb call up campbell <laughs> but we're not doing this whole like oh let's go take a flyer on what a calvin pickard s goalie from another organization and being like our trade deadline guy. acquisition is jack campbell Oh, <laughs> I said it would be dumb and I didn't say I would like it, but son of a gun, maybe. Mackenzie Blackwood would be an option, especially since we talked today about them wanting Luke. What's his name? Luke Coonan. Yeah, that'll help. That, that'll but help. Maybe you get like we talked about the other week. Yeah, like kind of two for one, uh, two players from one team. You know what I mean? Maybe that's kind of what they're trying to do. Yeah, Skinner maybe. And Blackwood? I'll make that. Capo Kakinen, but like, come on, man. Are we like, <laughs> everyone's like, oh, but if Skinner gets hurt, like, you're screwed. Okay, you're not getting Flurry. Flurry's not going anywhere. You're not getting Sorrow. Sorrow isn't going anywhere. Can I say, actually, before we get to our guests, I see him there. Yeah, no, I see he him. was a, a kid in front of me at the Wild game. He was a Wild fan. He had a Flurry jersey and he went down to warm ups and Flurry gave him a puck. Mm. So that kid was pumped. And then also when. And uh, then he said, hey, enjoy the third round pick, bucko. <laughs> and then uh, when Erickson X scored and he was disallowed, this kid stood up. He must have been like 12. And he's like, hey, everyone, who's with me? And was like looking for high fives and all these Oilers fans. He seems hilarious. Yeah, he was a great kid. Everyone, good kid. He got it back after the goal got disallowed. Then they scored four more. So that was great. <laughs> yeah, that didn't go well. <laughs> Not great for the oil. That kid had a good night, though. Uh, all right. Edmonton looking to turn the page. We'll keep the goalie conversation going a little bit later. We'll talk some trade stuff as well with our mock trade. But the guest line is brought to you by Star Mechanical, one of Edmonton's biggest locally owned and operated plumbing and heating businesses. They offer 24-7 emergency services. So when there's a dump of how much snow have we gotten in the last 36 hours? They said it was going to be 15 to 25 centimeters. It feels like it's 100. It was halfway up my shins. I've shoveled three times, and there's still like this much snow on my driveway. This is, like, this is what they get like in Newfoundland. Like those, uh, That's the type of dump we got. That's a lot insane. Of, a lot of people staying home from work. You know who's not? My neighbor, Red, who works for Star Mechanical. 6 a.m. He's out on the road. Away he goes. That's the kind of quality you get with Star Mechanical. Find out more. StarMechanical.ca. Dan Greenspan covers the LA Kings for NHL.com. Dan, appreciate you giving us some time here today. I would imagine you're not dealing with a lot of snow right now. No, uh, I. it's slightly raining, which compared to what we got a couple weeks ago is a refreshing change of pace and nothing near what you guys are dealing with at the moment. No, it sucks, but I forget who one of the open the LA team bus just can't make it. So no, one of the LA beat or one of the Edmonton beat guys tweeted there. I think it was spec who was like, I always get a chuckle when it's the California teams running through Edmonton. When there's a terrible snowstorm like this, like, there's no way they're packed for this. It's freezing outside. That's not going to help free agents. No, it's not going to help our free agent case either. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this Kings team, Dan. Uh, the coaching change, obviously, I, I think it took some people by surprise in terms of the timing right around the all-star break. But since Jim Hiller took over, what's what have been some differences you've seen from this group? I'd say the big thing with Jim is that he's a lot more flexible in his lines and pairings compared to Todd. Now, some of that's by necessity. Obviously, he had two key injuries this week. Uh, Victor Arvidsson gets hurt uh, in the Columbus game. You're basically playing uh, 59 minutes with 11 forwards. Uh, Mikey Anderson gets hurt uh, in the loss to Nashville on Thursday. He misses the final 14 minutes. But even without that, we've seen uh, Hiller be a lot willing to just kind of mix things up. If somebody's playing well, uh, you know, a bottom six guy, 
he'll get him some more minutes. Uh, on Thursday, when Blake Lazat returned, he ended up, he started the game on the third line on the wing. You know, we know him as a fourth line center, but he started on the wing of the Dubois five-field line. He was playing well. He gets bumped up to play with the top line with Kempe and Kopitar for a bit. So you'll see some flexibility, which will be interesting, obviously, given, you know, this is Edmonton and you have to deal with McDavid and Dreisaitl. So is he willing to keep up that flexibility, especially if those two guys are going well? One guy who the Kings brought in or the big guy the Kings brought in over the summer was Pierre-Luc Dubois. And then he be, quickly became a lightning rod for criticism <laughs> in that with that Kings team. Uh, what's he been like since the coaching change? Have we seen a different PLD? He is putting in his work. That's the one thing I give him credit. Even when things haven't gone well, when, when he started to take that brunt of criticism, I'd say probably around, I don't know, end of November when he's the production started to dry up he's been very available very hardworking. so you can't question that he's he's put in his work I, i'd say the one uh big change has been the decision to pair him with quinn byfield who's been tremendous of late obviously had that incredible goal on tuesday uh they those two work really well together i i think it's bringing something out of dubois what does Byfield's next deal look like? Oh man, he's gonna get paid. <laughs> that's we that's something that we're kicking around in the press room. I mean, the guy's been incredible. That goal, that goal on Tuesday. It's one of those ones where you know in real time as you're watching it unfold, it's special. But it took me two or three replays to really capture the magnitude of just how crazy it is. The guy's 6'5". He skates incredibly well. Uh, he's getting a lot more uh, aggressive in terms of his positioning, and it's really helping his goal-scoring production. I mean, this is why you draft a guy like that, number two overall, and, and he's really coming into his own this year. One thing, I guess, that coming into the season was questionable was the goaltending that the, the Kings were going to get. Talbot fell off a little bit. But now you have David Riddich, who's really turned around his career he's probably fair to say right like how long do you think this is gonna go on for and if it goes past the deadline they don't get a goaltender do you think this is something that they can kind of set up for the future here and be successful i think the plan was to kind of punt on goaltending this year wait till next year when you have some more cap room available and then try to find a longer term solution yeah, obviously phoenix copley tours acl in practice a couple months ago uh, necessitating the call-up of Riddich, and he's really been a savior during this last little stretch, kind of like uh, Copley was last year. Um, I think I don't think they're going to make a trade. I would be very surprised if that's the area they address this year. If they do make a move before the deadline, I think they're going to punt and hope this t- makeshift tandem works, and and then, and then address it in the off season. Sounds familiar. Yeah, cross your fingers. I mean, hey, if you're the Kings and Oilers and you're like, ah, we're kind of on, maybe if we're on a collision path for round one again, maybe Rob Blake and Ken all just shake hands behind the scenes, like, hey, no goalie trades. Like, yeah, let's not make it about goaltending. (laughs) Yeah, let's just run and gun. Why not? Um, What do you think that Rob Blake could get up to at the deadline? Because, I mean, he's made the coaching change now. And we kind of know when you look back through the NHL, once you get your one coaching change as a GM, if things don't get better, Pressure turns to you a little bit. So do you think Rob Blake will be aggressive at the deadline, or is this a year where he maybe just sits back and trusts what he's got? I suspect they stand pat. They're pretty tight against the salary cap. Obviously, the injuries to Arvidsson and uh, Anderson uh, 
you know, you stick those guys on LTIR, it opens up some space. But realistically, the only move they can make would be to trade Matt Roy, who's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. They haven't really gotten anywhere uh, in contract negotiations with him. Obviously, they want to bring him back. Uh, really valuable top four defenseman. Uh, but if you can't lock up a deal, you know, it would obviously make sense to get an asset for him. That being said, you know, depending on how long Mikey Anderson's out, uh, the official word's week to week, but, you know, who knows what that means in terms of actual uh, timeline to return. You know, do you really want to go with, uh, you know, a bottom four of Brant Clark, who's a really talented rookie, uh, Andrus Englund, Jordan Spence, who's a young guy, and uh, Jacob Muvarara, who's getting called up from Ontario in the AHL to be the seventh defenseman on this trip. You know, if that's a really weak bottom four, or a, a bottom four with a lot of question marks, let's put it that way. So I don't think Matt Roy's getting traded. And, you know, did they, could they maybe swing a, you know, a hockey trade with Kaliev for somebody else's disgruntled bottom six winger, maybe, but I, I don't expect any big moves this this trade deadline. Yeah, I already moved on from their second and third round picks. Dan Greenspan from NHL.com. Appreciate you doing this, man. Enjoy the game tonight. Thanks, guys. Stay warm. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Uh, it's always the guys, it's always the guys in whatever plus. 25 Celsius that are telling you to stay warm with a smile uh, yeah, on their face, yeah. uh, but enjoyed catching up with the one shot they have. <laughs> yeah, they it, take it really is. I uh, appreciated Dan hopping on and giving us some time and who knows, maybe we'll be having him on in a couple of months when the Oilers inevitably, it seems, take on the LA Kings in yeah. the playoffs again. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Tonight, it is another meeting between these two teams, and it's a game where Edmonton's looking for a little bit of revenge. You see how these two teams stack up side to side. Let's call this the game notes for our friends at Wendy's and the Daily Face-Off Survivor Pool. 
new week begins now over at dailyfaceoff.com or dailyfaceoffsurvivor.com. Even if you're a winner in the game or a loser in the game, you can be a winner at lunchtime by downloading the Wendy's app. And if you do that, you get 150 bonus rewards points courtesy of our friends at Wendy's. Flash up that head-to-head comp again there, AB. Let me see some of the numbers here. Edmonton scores more than the Kings. That's a given. But guess what? The Kings give up less than the Oilers. This is a very, very predictable board. The Oilers' power play is better. The Kings' PK is better. This is offense versus defense. And the last time these two teams met, it was defense and low event hockey prevailing. There were only 31 shots and 42 five-on-five minutes combined between these two teams in their last 10 or in their last meeting, in their last 10 meetings in the regular season, Connor McDavid has found the back of the net six times. That is pretty solid. So here's the hoping Connor McDavid can wake up a little bit here and lead the Oilers to a bounce back win against the LA Kings. It would be nice to get this four point game back in their favor after dropping. one. I think if we bounce back and get a win against LA, it's on the back of Connor McDavid. I, I think it has to be. He really has to show up in the goal department tonight. His assists have been great, mm-hmm. especially for my bank account. Uh, yeah, you've been absolutely rolling with that bet. It is unbelievable. Um, remember that when they played their first meeting of the season, it was that 3-2 comeback shootout winner. The second win, or sorry, the fourth win in the 16-game winning streak. And when you look back at that game log, who was all over it? Connor McDavid scores the power play goal, banks it in off Talbot, right? He picks up an assist on a dry sidle goal to tie the game. And then you go to the shootout. McDavid scores in the shootout as well. Derek Ryan got the winner, right? Derek Ryan got the winner. But remember, Connor McDavid was also very fired up for that game. And he was on the 32 Thoughts podcast right before, right around the All-Star break, whatever it was. And he listed the Kings as the team he enjoys beating the most, right? Like, yeah, I love it when they beat the Kings. I just hate them. They have so many rats. I wonder what happens if he says the Minnesota Wild <laughs> when they ask him that. I wonder. I wonder what happens if he decides now his new team is the Minnesota Wild. Maybe Friedman did have an interesting theory there. Like, so they asked McDavid and Drysdale, which teams do you like to beat the most? And they said, like, whatever it was the Kings and Flames. I think were their two answers, or the Kings yeah. and Avs. Or something like something that. Like that. And Friedman was like, they didn't say Vegas. And he was like, he was like, they didn't say he, his theory was that they, they maybe didn't say Vegas on purpose because they didn't want to give Vegas that kind of ammunition that like Vegas really is the answer, but they feel the most threatened by Vegas. So they didn't want to like well, have that added into the mix. I think in, maybe another layer to it is you can only enjoy being a team after you beat them. That too. You know, yeah. like they beat uh, Kings twice now in the yeah. playoffs. Flames, obviously great to beat them whenever you play. I mean, it doesn't matter playoffs or not, but mm-hmm. maybe if they were to beat Vegas last year, would have been different answer. answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so tonight it, it feels empty saying this because I really want to see the team prove it, but like you should come out highly motivated tonight. You should have came yeah. out highly motivated for a BOA on home ice. But now that you've been embarrassed on a Saturday night at home, you're coming off three straight losses because you lost to the bees in overtime to start the trip. So you're Oh, two and one on the trip. I mean, you could come into this game with your tail tucked between your legs, being like, oh, God, we better not mess up again. And if you read anything into Rashog's tweet from Morning Skate, my concern would be that that's the mindset. Very concerning. Yeah. I I really want to see them come out and McDavid and Drysaddle just have a night, score two power play goals, add a couple of more together, win this game 5-2, and each have five points, something crazy like that. Like, I know we need depth scoring, but I'm at the point with this team where, like, come on. Depth scoring, it's not coming till trade deadline help comes in. Well, that's when we can expect depth scoring. For now, 11 days till the deadline. Connor and Leon, do your thing. Oh, man. That's not far away. It's come really quickly. 
but also it's rather so slowly at the same time. They would have passed by now, right? No. Last year? Mm-mm. No. Last, it, wasn't it two weeks back last year? March 3rd no. last year, yeah. I think. Because they got at home on the 28th. Oh, well, yeah. So it's coming up. Well, never mind. Carry on with the show. That's all I'm good. just going to say it. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I really want to see the big guns take over here tonight in this hockey game. That that's that's probably one of the bigger things I'll be watching this evening. Um, let's get to a Sherwood Ford giant question because it ties into that a little bit. Our friends at SherwoodFord.ca. We'll be heading out there right away to do another live show out at the dealership, which are always a lot of fun. Always a great vibe in that dealership. Uh, we got new look line combos today. So your giant question is simple. Do you like what Chris Knobloch is doing with the forward group? Jason Greger tweeting. Yes. Dry Saddle McDavid back together again. Zach Hyman on the right side. Top six, Matthias Janmark with Nugent Hopkins and Kane. Uh, McLeod with Perry and Fogel. Uh, Derek Ryan with Connor Brown and Dylan Holloway. Uh, this uh, this is a top three and a bottom 12, gentlemen. <laughs> Look, I mean, the, I don't like the lines, but Janmark, if anyone deserved to bump into the top six, it was probably him. And you need Drysdale and McDavid to get going and I don't think this is something Knobloch wants to do for long-term, but McDavid hasn't scored a goal since Vegas. And whilst Drysdale has been scoring them decently, they both need to get going at a higher rate. And we know they play well together. And Hyman plays well with them too. And you need to win tonight. You really need a win. Shows that we need more depth. Yeah. Like the minute you pair those two up, the bottom nine looks scary. Spooky. Very spooky, Jay. Funky, some would say. It stinks. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Last game against Calgary. You want to guess what trio of players spent the most time on ice together total? This just speaks to Knobloch absolutely going to the blender. He has no consistency with his lines. The three three forwards that played the most time on ice together. I would just guess McDavid, Dreisaitl. Yeah, you're you're not even close. It's Kane, McLeod, and Yanmark. They played that, seven that minutes sense. together. <laughs> that was their most oh, common line at five oh, on five good. in the last game. <laughs> Like, that's just, I don't know, man. I mean, McDavid, Drysaddle, and Hyman played 640 together. Three Actually, minutes to Holloway play. Dylan Holloway last game at 5v5 played 736. And when he was on the ice, the Oilers outshot the Calgary Flames 7 nothing. He had a good game. I really like yeah. Dylan Holloway. He's coming. He was who, getting. Who did I he would, play the most with? Was it Ryan and Brown? Um, just quickly, I wanted to look. Holloway ended up with three shots on net at five on five and six shot attempts at here's, five on here's five. Here's the That's take, good. but I don't even know if his value is high enough. I would put McLeod ahead of Holloway on the trade potential list if you had to give up a roster guy just to make money work. Because, but then you're, I mean, it obviously depends who you get back in oh, any sort no, of deal like that. Very, uh, that's a very important caveat because. You can't trust Dylan Holloway to be your third line center through a playoff run. So it had to be a deal for a really good three C. And I just, I, I don't know. I'm not super interested. If we had in that. to give youth up. Yeah. But the problem is, and again, I know it all depends on who's coming back, but I have very little interest in sacrificing from this forward group. It's just, you need more depth and like you need more depth, not upgrades. If that makes sense. But you need to upgrade to your depth, but that has to come through pure addition like there's just no room jay if they like if you swap up but, but we probably have to give up a roster player not yes if we're going for like the 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 ones we want we have to be prepared to give up a just for the money but b probably what the trading team is going to ask we don't know who we're getting 
Depends who we're getting, right? So just my problem is let's let's just say follow this line of thinking a little. Mm-hmm. You want to get Adam Henrique real bad, and you know you decide to move on. From the, okay. Well, that's a third line center. What other yeah. third line centers no, 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 are really okay. out there? Go ahead, go ahead. So you want to get Adam Henrique real bad, and Anaheim says we want McLeod, so you do it. You flash that back up, Aaron, because I just want the visual of it. Um, so you McLeod's out, Adam Henrique's in to this same lineup. Mm-hmm. You're not better. You still have no depth. Adam Henrique's not magically coming in here and helping you score. Like the Is way he that an upgrade on McLeod marginally sure but again then you have to consider the okay, well then the, the marginal upgrade with losing ryan mcleod okay. for now and down the line then who else is out there that we think we should get what if ryan mcleod gets you tyler to if he's available like what if that is like i'm just saying like i'm not saying we should be out actively shopping ryan mcleod so i know but, but I like just, if we if there's like two or three additions to make to this forward group and because we're just going to say we can't do anything with defense and you can get some of the big guys that we think will be of massive value to this lineup. And it's two to three pieces. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's pushing guys back, which gives you depth. And if it took one of our roster players to do it, I'm saying you, you use McLeod over Holloway. I Yeah, I think that's right. I, I, I also I think I, that's right. I just, to me... I'm not saying like we have to trade them. Yeah. Or but like we that? might have to get into the league. Like, look, 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 look what we had to do to get Ekholm. But I would do it every time over again. Initially, I was kind of like, whoa, this is crazy. But then it's like, we got Matias Ekholm. And that is awesome. I just think the Oilers can go down a different path to create space for themselves without having to sacrifice like a McLeod. Fair. And that's, I think that would be the option. And I think the difference between like what Barry was to McLeod is that McLeod's well, like 23 or something like that. Is he that young? Yeah. Yeah. I guess I have it right in so front got, of me. He's, he has value. he's got value. So my concern is, uh, I love that I keep doing this GAB. I want to see the lines again. You swap McLeod for a third line center upgrade. Okay. You've upgraded third line center. Your right side is still incredibly but weak. But you don't know, like you're only creating a situation where we swap him for a third line center. Yeah, like that's that's very singular thinking. Okay, so we don't know what else we could have done. I think something interesting too. Doesn't Henrique play on the Ducks first? Yeah, he plays on the first line for the Ducks, so he doesn't. Even, I know he's a centerman, but that's a very different role from what he's yeah. playing. If he was to come in and okay. be a three C, two point three million dollars in uh, deadline cap space for the Edmonton Oilers. Mm-hmm. You go to Washington, mm-hmm. get yourself Nick Dowd. Nice. You get Anthony Mantha retained down twice, so he's now. Why are so we like Mantha now all of a sudden? Two point eight. He's one point four. So you're bringing in two point seven million dollars in cap hits. Yeah. And I know deadline day, it's all calculated, all messy, but whatever. You get the cap hits worked down. Give up some extra picks to make it happen, because it's worth giving up extra picks if you then don't have to move out on from someone like Ryan McLeod. And now, what's your team looking like with both Mantha and Nick Dowd? I mean, you're talking about a top line. You could go. Nuge, McDavid, Hyman. Then your second line could be Dreisaitl with Kane and Fogle. Then your third line all of a sudden could be Nick Dowd, Corey Perry, Dylan Holloway. And your fourth line is Ryan McLeod, Connor Brown, and Matthias Janmark. Boom. You've added two pieces. All of a sudden, it, it sorts out and there's depth. I just think if you're adding and then also subtracting, you're... What's the saying? You're cutting your face to save your nose or something? Despite, I don't know. Despite your nose. Yeah, there you go. Something like that. Cutting your nose to spite your face. There you go. Yeah, that, there that's the saying I'm looking for. But 
I just, <laughs> to me, you can't sacrifice out of this forward group. You need to add to these guys. You need to go into the playoffs. With both I don't Derek. disagree with that thinking, but I'm think I'm saying that the market might tell us that we have to. God, and this is the four the Oilers forward group. How are we chopping man? Like, hey, like the Mantha discussion is so inconsistent. Gets hurt, massive human, can score. You only need him for a couple of months, but like he is so streaky. Like he checks out. But would he check out as a pending UFA in a Canadian market going on a playoff run? Uh, that's a great question. That's I'm a risk looking, I might be willing to take because of the upside. But to get him cut down twice like that. Third like, to yeah. Washington to get him, fourth to another team to keep the money. I think that's the appeal for him is that like the price isn't as if high it, as something the, like a Gensel. If it's a third and a fourth. Oh. Gensel's obviously better, but. Or what if you go to what if I mean who knows what the market for Dowd actually looks like? Who knows if Washington's getting offers for a first round pick at any point here? I bet you they'll get a first for Dowd. Yeah, I bet you they will. Let, let's walk through a hypothetical. No one's biting. No one's giving them a first. Yeah, Everyone's fair. offering seconds, mm-hmm. and you go to them and say, "All right, we'll give you the first for Dowd, but you're throwing in Mantha." That's the price. Yeah, that. But that's right. Like, yeah, that, maybe that's, you could. Yeah, that's a it's wishful thinking. But. It's wishful thinking, and you're right. Like if if the market is only going second, you go first, and you can squeeze out a second kind of scratch ticket asset. That's just good GMing. Yeah, Washington thinks they're getting a win. You're getting an extra scratch ticket to add to the depth. That makes sense, but I think these gems are all smart. They are. Yeah. There's no idiots. We think it's interesting. They haven't called up someone like Liam Peterson yet. Like, why not take a look at him? Because in this, in the, that too, he's like two hundred thousand dollars less than Derek Ryan. Hmm. So if you're trying to build up cap space for the deadline as well, send down Ryan, for example, then you save a little bit more that too. And it's not like they're playing Derek Ryan. You know, the other day I don't know what he did against Calgary, but against Minnesota, he was literally playing only on the penalty kill. Play like what is it three minutes on, yeah, on three Friday? Because we needed to score. He, but yeah, he scored some. But he goals. does score. Maybe we should put him on more. Just kidding. I didn't say that. Yeah. Trying to watch the show twice back there. <laughs> Just checking on the Instagram stream. Smart man. Smart man. All right, let's keep uh, moving along here. Service credit union mock trade. The trade is fake, but what's real is the money you can win with the service big share contest. It's back for a sixth year, and it's your chance to win a million dollars just by saving money. Anyone can enter by becoming a member and saving with service. Every $500 saved gets you five entries into the service big share contest. You can even transfer your existing savings for a chance to win a cool 1 million bucks. Contest ends April 30th, 2024. Skill test required for rules. Visit service.ca slash win. Let's cook something up with the San Jose Sharks here. Everybody's itching for a goalie, so I'll play along. Elliot Friedman saying Edmonton also has interest in Sharks forward Luke Kunin. Luke Kunin has eight goals and two assists in 51 games so far this season. He shoots right. He is a centerman. That would make sense as to why the Oilers would be intrigued. But we've also always kind of considered San Jose as the one team who might be willing to take. Do you have something interesting there? You're just looking at numbers. I have Luke. What's his name? Kunin. Kunin. Former first round pick. Yeah. Uh, Let's do a little deal here. If San Jose is willing to take back Jack. Yeah, sounds good. Campbell, Campbell first in Broberg for Coonan and Blackwood. Blackwood has one more year, right? One more year, 2.3. I mean, Your two best trade chips, but you're out of Jack Campbell. 
but all you get is a backup goalie in Luke Coonan. You get a backup goalie? Like, or is he your starter? Your star, right? Like, sure. You, you, you get a you get a one B. You get a one B. How about you replace Luke Coonan and you get Anthony Duclair? Dun, dun, dun. They might not do that because they might be able to get a third round pick elsewhere for for Duclair. I just I don't know. Like I look at Coonan and he's had some decent years. I guess eight goals is better than basically every bottom six player outside of McLeod right now for the mm-hmm. Oilers. So you'd be an upgrade. The right shot is good. Maybe because you got to add in the Probably fact of skating. Like, That's what I, like I don't know, know like a ton about him, but the you got to add in the fact of like the deal is kind of human, isn't he? Uh, six foot. Oh, six foot. So yeah, pretty average, pretty big guy. He's a little shorter than me, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. it's kind of two deals, isn't it? Because you have to have the value of moving Campbell and then the value of actually acquiring. Yeah. So maybe it is that. If you're San Jose, it's like, hey, you know what? We don't need Mackenzie Blackwood. We're in a rebuild. We really want a first round pick. We like Philip Broberg and we need NHL defenseman. Coonan is worth what a fourth Man. or a fifth on his own. So let's just do the thing with Edmonton. They're willing to overpay us. The Campbell's deal is do it. Doug Wade said first Campbell third for Blackwood and Duclair. So you add in, I don't know. See, but you're not even giving up Broberg there. There's no way. Yeah. I think I was sweet. Like, I don't even know. Honestly, first San Jose might say no to that. They might be like, oh, that's not even worth us taking on. 20 or 15 more million of Jack Campbell's contract. 100%. But if they say yes, you have to consider it because it gets you out of a jam for a long time. And it really saves you this summer. I will also add that is a kind of deal you make as much as you might look at that return and go, ooh, that's not great for giving up the first M. Broberg. If you're doing that, just say F it and trade next year's first two and go get... Because if you've freed up the money, Giddy up. Yeah. Then you can like, then you can go to Washington and be like, we don't even need a second retention on Mantha. We'll give you a fourth form or a third form straight up. And then you might as well just go to Calgary and say our next year's first for Tanev done unprotected. We'll take the risk. How did Tanev look on Saturday in your opinion? It it was tough to tell because the flames played so good offensively for long stretches that it was whatever, but I thought he was fine. Yeah. I thought he was better than Cody CC. I mean, that's the other side of it, too. It's almost like a, how much better was he than Cody Ceci? And the answer was a lot, even though he was just fine. What's the deal with Logan Couture nowadays? He's like, expensive. But wasn't there a rumor that they would be willing to retain on him? They can only, he's he's also, injured like all year. Yeah, he's hurt. I know like Hurdle's done for the year, too. Uh, he's got three more years at $8 million. He's 34. I have no interest in that. Even Get it down to $2 million? What team's going to keep three more years of Logan know. Couture? Columbus? No, there's no way. And then that's not nice. worth giving up the assets for. I don't know. Uh, trade McLeod. Uh, Matthew says, if we would trade Campbell, then who are you trading Campbell for? I just explained. You got to load up a boatload of futures and hope some team is a sucker enough to take him. Although today on DFO Live, someone, uh, it was a Ducks fan who was like, hey, the Ducks would maybe be interested in taking on Jack Campbell there. And we're not doing anything the next couple of years anyways. And I think that would probably, the only way that would work is if the Ducks finally pull the trigger on 11 million. You have to get Gibson out the door. Like if they have a deal with uh, Jersey and it's like, all right, Jersey's taking Gibson off our hands or like we're doing that deal there. We need an NHL backup for Lucas Dostal because we're going to run him out. Sure. What do you want? You're giving us a first in Broberg. Here's Henrique unretained at that point and whatever. So I don't know. Those are the, there's only a couple of teams that I could see like Columbus. Someone we, Said, or you just mentioned Columbus with Couture, like they're only taking them if 
you yeah if they find someone to take Merz Lickens. Like they're not signing up to be a bad team and have ten million dollars in cap space committed to two goalies or ten point four million, whatever it would be. Does Merz Lincolns have term or is he UFA after this year? Term. He's got same term as Campbell. Three more years. Okay. Yeah, that stinks. Yep. All right, let's uh, keep moving along. It is a Sherwood Ford Giant game day, and it is time for our keys to victory for Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. They are open out in Sherwood Park. Liam said his parents went, gave it glowing reviews. Said it was good. I can't wait to go myself and see this pool. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things I'm excited to see. Mm. I want to see the area where they will like dock and undock your boat for you when you bring it in for repairs. Feels like that might be kind of cool. Sleek all black exterior. It's all happening out in the heart of Sherwood Park. Sherwood Power Sports and Marine will be the exclusive spot in Sherwood Park for all things Yamaha, which include Yamaha boats, boat motors, dirt bikes, ATVs, side-by-sides, and motorcycles. Keys to victory for tonight. Gentlemen, I will say, turn it into a track meet. There were barely any shots on goal the last time these two teams met. It was LA playing LA style of hockey. You cannot let LA play LA style hockey night. This needs to be an Oilers game. You got last change. You're on home ice. It needs to be a track meet where you skate them into the ground. Uh, mine will be Connor McDavid. I think you almost need a bit of a vintage Connor McDavid night tonight. Okay. A goal, at least a goal from him. I think he's been good offensively from the team, but we need it everywhere. And I think he needs to lead by example towards an epic victory royale. Take you to victory for Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. I think the Oilers are far too comfy in their Douglas mattresses and they need to wake up. They're sleepy boys. They're sleepy boys. They're in a funk town. Wake up tonight. Mm-hmm. Games at 7. 30. 30. 30. Actually, no, no. Show up for seven. Games at seven. <laughs> Games at seven. Hey, you know, you always got a buddy who's late for everything. Tell him three times 20 <laughs> minutes earlier than it is. Get puck drops at seven tonight, Oilers. Giddy up. Uh, yeah, weird 7.30 start tonight between Edmonton and LA. Those are your keys to victory for Sherwood Power Sports. And Marine, they're your key to victory for when you want to go out and have some fun this summer. Whether you're looking for a new boat, a new side-by-side to take out to the lake, Sherwood Power Sports and Marine has you covered. The menu for our friends at DoorDash, 25% off, zero delivery fees on the first order of $15 or more. All you need to do, download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code Nation. 25. You can even double dash it, get two spots in one order. You can add that second stop onto your DoorDash order for no extra delivery fees. It is quite the revelation on DoorDash. Uh, we have pre-gaming at 6.30 tonight with myself and Aaron. That'll be fun. Who's on post-game with you tonight? Zachary. We also, despite the snow, have the whole crew coming in for real life this afternoon. So a new episode of real life. We are a resilient bunch. What's the snow situation? It's funny like? when you yeah, lift that. There's good. literally snow on the window ledge. <laughs> like, I couldn't quite see until you there looked at it. There it is. <laughs> We're on the second floor of the building. <laughs> it's it's uh, drifted up. Also, our international friends are going to swing by for a tour of the office today. That's on our menu. Really? Oh, nice. Yeah. They, uh, Dukes messaged me and was like, do you think we can come by around one o'clock? I'm like, you absolutely could. I was, I was at Greta with Dukes on Friday night. Party it up. I had a big Friday. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of filled me in. Did you go to the game? Saw you at Greta. Oh, and uh, oh, and he had he had some takes. <laughs> yeah, he said you were he said you were having a good time. Oh, I was hanging out with some friends. <laughs> wow, playing games. I think he said. James oh, how to play the games? Oh, hardcore. gotta play games. High school football game. I didn't play it. I only want to play it with you present in the event I do get the highest. Liam score. played it forty times on Saturday night. The highest I ever got was five forty. And I was still 30 away from Tyler's high school. And that was that's, just my that yeah. was just my first attempt. I just walked out yeah, and Bing Bing did it. That's a pretty good score. I know. But did score. you see the video was posted on me on the Instagram? Yeah, you looked horrific. I thought <laughs> like, how did you get 540? <laughs> Didn't even know he was recording. And next thing you know, 
I'm on the internet. Was is always watching. <laughs> uh, let's wrap up with our Betway game day betting challenge. Don't look now, gentlemen. I've won a handful in a yes, row. Minus seven units. Very nice. I feel like you're not calculating that right. I well, feel like I'm actually going to have to go through and review it. Yeah, you might. Um, this is also not the, the one for well, the Oh, for no. goodness sakes. I always forget yours because you never send it to me on time. <laughs> I you guys are right on this, though? Wait. We're right. I... I definitely made it the right one. Anyways, Jay, what do you like tonight? I'm keeping it simple. I I went oil because they're, they're heavily favored, so I paired it with the over five and a half. So just win the goddamn game. See, look, I made the graphic correctly. Which one did I put in there? Either way, I'm grabbing a good one. Give me a second. I knew it. What are you? You're taking dry. I'm going dry saddle goal. He's actually been scoring a little bit late recently. Okay. Playing with McDavid plus one twenty-five. He's Mc, pissed. McDavid is tied. But the favorite score for an Oilers goal tonight with Zach Hyman. Zach Hyman is snuck ahead of Bryce well, goals. I know he's, he's leading the team. That, that would make sense. I thought that was interesting that it was Dry Saddle that fell in the odds and not McDavid that fell in the odds. Hmm. That is interesting. McDavid, no goals in nine straight. Mm-hmm. I'm going Edmonton Oilers shot total over 32. So it's basically over, it's over 31 and a half because it's 32 plus over on Betway. It's only minus 118, but Edmonton's been crushing this as of late. So I like that. They've hit it in three games in, in all three games of the homestand. LA's allowed this many shots in just two of their last five. So that does have me feeling a little uneasy, but I think it's one of two things tonight. One team will get their way tonight. I think either Edmonton plays bad early again and it's like crap and they start funneling pucks towards the front of the net because that's what they've done the last three games. That's why they've hit this. They've been terrible in the first and shots on goal and then they pour it on in the final 40 or option two. Edmonton actually shows up for once and just put up like 15 points in the first or 15 shots 15 in the first point. 50 <laughs> shot performance tonight. I don't think, I don't know if they'll get that high, but I, oh. I think they can get to the mid thirties once again. So I'm going with the shot total here as I look to uh, continue to slowly climb my way back into this. Look out. So, so no Mikey Anderson for LA tonight. No Mikey Anderson. That's actually cool. And Arvidsson, that guy gets hurt all the time. Yeah. yeah. He just came back and then is out of the lineup again. So, so that blue line, did we go through the lines yet? No, we oh the Oilers lines, the Kings lines. Now we usually don't actually go through the other teams' lines. We Do save we that for pre gaming. Oh, okay, um, sorry, it's my first time on the show, so I didn't realize. Uh, so, Do you want them? Yeah, sure. sure. Why not? Yeah, we got two minutes here. Blue lines, nothing special. The Oilers should be able to expose that. It's Gavrikov, Dowdy, Jacobs, something, Moverere, Matt Roy. Yep. Unless he's from Quebec, and it's Matt Wa. It's Roy. And then it's Andres, England, and Brent Clark. Like they should be able to take advantage. And you get last change. That's the big yeah, part of this. Is like you can pick apart this kind of matchup, which yeah. is maybe why the Oilers are okay loading up their top line. And we said on on Saturday on the pregame show that like the Flames blue line is legit. Like that's a good blue line to go up against. It's actually kind of close to Edmonton's. Yeah, they got Tanev right. So this one they, they should be able to expose them. So again. Doughty or sorry, Arvidsson and Roy are both considered uh, day to day right now. So we'll see if either of them find a way to get in the forward lines, Alexi Laferrier with Anzi Kopitar and Adrian Kempe to with Fiala and more. That line kills the Edmonton Oilers. Fiala and uh, Fiala particularly. Fiala's peace on us. And Kempe is an Oilers killer too, but the LA Kings, how did they acquire Trevor Moore? In the Jack Campbell trade, Jack Campbell one for one. Maybe we could do it again. Wasn't quite one for one. Kyle Clifford Wasn't went. It? Kyle Clifford was in that deal too, and a pick went. Wasn't that a different deal? No, I think it was the same deal. A peak, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. What was the full deal? Uh, actually, it was a third round pick, which was Alexi well, Laferrier. Laferrier, 
and a conditional third, which were turned out to be Cameron Wynott for Jack Campbell and Kyle Clifford. Damn. Dubois, Byfield, Kaliev, and then Lazat, Trevor Lewis, who scored last game against the Oilers, and Jarrett Anderson, Dolan. So there you go. Kings lineup for tonight as Edmonton looks to bounce back into the win column on home ice pregaming at 630, new real life this afternoon as well. That'll be a wrap on a Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day edition of the show. Big shout out to Dan Greenspan from NHL.com for swinging by and giving us the King's perspective here, as well as Douglas Mattress, Sports Closet for the Sports Closet Studio, Charm Diamond Centers for the YouTube chat as well. You guys were buzzing. Didn't get to a lot of your comments, but that's because there was a lot to get through today in an hour of oh, We had to get through all the McDavid hate. Yeah, that too. That too. <laughs> all right. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Enjoy the game tonight, and we'll be back tomorrow at noon mountain time. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.